For all your future ticketing needs, use the promo code WAR, W-A-R-R, and save 5% off all purchases at TixBlitz.com or on the TixBlitz app. That's promo code WAR for 5% off on great seats to all events. TixBlitz provides the same great seats as other resellers, but with no service fees. Never pay service fees at TixBlitz.com. Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to That Davis Show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. Always fortunate enough to be joined by my partner in crime, Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1. Um, listen, this episode is dedicated to the NFL draft, particularly the Bears. I guess really perhaps the first three picks will, dominate, will be dominant in this discussion, the two in the second round and one in the third. Um, it's going to be weird. And, I mean, this is going to come out. It's going to come out the day of the draft, April 28th. And I'm going to have to host – the first UC show dedicated to the draft when the Bears have no picks in that round. So it's going to be interesting. Well, well. I know as of right now, as of right now, and Ryan well. Pose insinuated in his press conference yesterday, and this is, you can know, it's one thing Alex kept saying yesterday on our episode, make sure you check out Under Center for NBC Sports, was you can't trust GM speak, and especially when they're so forthcoming. And Ryan Poe's saying, you know, we really want to move. We want to accumulate more picks. We want to move back. We want to move back. We want to move back. Um, also, one thing that Ryan Poe's did say, and Alex pointed it out, which is funny. When asked what the draft was deep in, he said O-linemen, D-linemen, DBs, and running backs, but said nothing about receivers. All right? Mm-hmm. So just to play an example of GM speak of what they hiding what perhaps they want and what they 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 want to what they want in the draft but also Ooh, I got a to different you a spin on that. Go ahead, give me I your I feel spin. like you can automatically count wide receiver as the strong one of the strongest positions in the draft. When's the last time we've had a bad receiver class? Yeah, since offensive has changed now to you have so many more guys involved in the offense as far as more receivers out um. Yeah, a lot of it's a lot more guys that that college football how it's changed to a spread offense. Um, I'm with you. You know, it, it helps seven on sevens and everything like that, where these kids are prepared. You know, what I'm saying to pass it to be in the passing game like that. So you you are right. It is something that it it will be odd. I'm sure we'll probably run into it one year. Will be a dearth of top talent receivers to to a degree like these like these last few years. You know what I'm saying? Where the SEC yeah, and in Alabama, particularly, well, it's you too, aren't just dropping a whole shebangle of receivers all over the league, basically. Yeah, I think to your point, we're not going to always have the top tier, like bona fide top 10 receivers every year. But I just think every year you can count on the depth of the class. There's just always going to be people in every round. And I don't know if you want to maybe use this as the jumping off point for the Bears discussion, but I think that that's one of the most interesting questions going in. Like they need to get offensive talent around Justin Fields. I'm just a huge proponent. 
I'm sure everybody else is basically within Chicago Bears fandom. But I'm a huge proponent that they have got to put enough around him that he can actually try to develop and not this like, oh, let's wait till next year when we have the cap and we have the full array of picks. That's when we'll really help Justin Fields develop. They've got to put more around him. And what we've seen in free agency is just not enough. Like a few offensive linemen, even the Buffalo guy that they couldn't get. We don't know how good that guy is going to be. He's basically a backup player that's played a little bit and has potential. And we know how scary potential can be in the NFL. So for me, for me, I'm just thinking, do you value? And I would also say just kind of happenstance or circumstance. This is probably a, a Dizo first draft for Ryan Pulse. From what I've been hearing from analysts, that this is a scouters type draft because there's just not the obvious talent at the top. The value is really going to be in the middle rounds, maybe towards uh, day two, obviously some in day three. But that's where the real value of this draft is. So it's a real scouters draft. Ryan Poles came up as a scout. This is his chance without having to you know, have a wealth of resources and draft picks to maybe kind of look at some projects that can can develop. You obviously need some players that can help you right away, but you just never know what you're going to get with the draft. So I wonder if maybe the scouty drafts, some of those positions you mentioned, Ryan Poles thinks they're deep at, which obviously the Bears have needs. Do you push back receiver as much as possible, counting on the depth within the class and maybe focus on that position in day three versus day two where you could get a really good player in that second round, maybe highly touted compared to some of these other guys, depending on how their board stacks up. One of the things, and it's funny, um, I I, I know I keep going back to the UC, um, uh, me and Alex were talking yesterday. And when I was saying like when Ryan Post said that, it kind of made me think, oh, so you're going to go O-line, maybe corner or D-line in the second round. And then the third round, you're going to pick up Alec, Alec Pierce from the University of Cincinnati. Uh, I really like him. I wouldn't mind. I just, it's funny. I, I believe, I bet if I know, I was on Sean and Maya. Shout out to Sean and Maya and Ivan. I was in everybody over there. I was on Sean and Maya. And me and Sean were talking about Alec Pierce. And it's the same thought I had. Sean, it came out of Sean's mouth. He was like, I think he'd be stellar as like the fourth or third receiver. You know, and we're talking about kind of leading back, talking about what you were saying about receivers coming up and we're talking about spread offenses. So no one's saying like, you know, he would be getting reps or receptions like a fourth or third receiver. But just as far as, you know, the type of production and and, and what you think you may expect from him, I don't know if he's that go-to dude necessary necessarily just yet but i'll say this i'm with you i think maybe his value though where you could get him and how it stacks with your picks might be your best option for a go-to guy it may be it may be and i mean listen i this dude may be a full-on bust all right i i'm 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 seeing a lot of those i'm so i'm so no christian watson and I'm I'm sold on the tangibles. Um, I want to see it. I'm just I'm Sarah. I'm sorry. I want to see it with the C on the side of his helmet. Uh, I want to see it. And the Christian Watson may be a straight up bust, particularly depending on where he lands. I mean, think about some of these teams that he can land. He may you could end up in Green Bay 
or in Kansas City. And I mean, chances of you being a bust are a lot less likely with those two quarterbacks throwing you the ball. I've seen him connected a lot with Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Um, that's what I keep when he hits the second round. I keep seeing the Lions pick him, but I'm like, damn it. Right. Um, I, listen, but this is the problem. And I'm with you partially or with Ryan Pace and GM speak. He hasn't said anything about receiver. He's actually played it down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Which leads you to think he's once again talked about Darnell Mooney. Right. He's played it down. And why would he play it down if not because you don't want to, one, make it seem as pressing so that in hopes that teams won't, one, jump in front of you at when they see you coming because they see that maybe a receiver that they want is still on the board and they see you as the only person left that may snatch that receiver up. So you may be trying to downplay it in that fashion. Also, you may be trying to downplay it in case you want to make moves so someone else perhaps won't won't hit you as high as they would hit you knowing that you're either moving up or moving back depending on what you're doing for a specific receiver or not. So look, do you think that was interesting real quick? I I want to say a couple things about just the press conference. He said specifically what he'd like to do is trade back. I thought that was a little bit interesting just because you, we haven't heard that in, I don't know how long, when's the last open GM and, I wanted to kind of like give a shout out or almost like uh, almost an appreciation, if you will, because Ryan Poles, maybe with the Larry Ogunjobi, you kind of, we give him some negative points, maybe the Brian Pringle, but overall he's probably a net neutral right now, right? Nothing stellar, nothing bad has happened. And so far through his progression as GM, He's been open. He's been exact opposite of Ryan Pace. It's been really refreshing to hear right. these press conferences, but nothing's happened yet. And he's about to have this draft that we're going to grade him so hard on. So it's almost like I want to just appreciate the the golden boy, <laughs> Ryan Poles, for a second. It's about to just die and turn into like that fake gold, probably. I don't think anybody's that upset with him over Byron Pringle. Uh, like that's not. I'm, I'm saying the that's not what's trended in the city. Like most people, it's surprising. Unfortunately, most people are kind of like whatever. <laughs> right? Most people are like, and I guess so because one, like if you I, look, I, I told you before that as a kid, I was a I was a firebug. Yeah, I also used to be a little bit of a speed demon too. You know? right. And I mean, right. and, and a ton of white folks are like, and the amount of white people that when I talk to they'd be like, whatever, like what? It's like, so I don't, because I'm just like, it's just funny to me because usually people get, they, you know, they're, they're underoos in a bunch and everyone's kind of like, who really cares? Now, again, it's tragic that he, it's not tragic, but he shouldn't have his kid in the car with him. All right. It depends on the suspended kid. license is really bad. Like, I don't, I listen, I don't care about those suspended license. Right. <laughs> they used to, listen, they used to have my license more than I have my license. Are right? like, I really could care. Yeah, like, but you also were getting paid a million dollars to be on the Bears, dude. And that'll be even more reason why I wouldn't have had my license. <laughs> like, and I'm rich. Are you crazy? Like, well, like he's not that rich yet. He's trying to get rich with the one year deal. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's something about, it's something about Big Brother. To a degree, trying to tell me. I'm with you. 
when it's like, dude, I'll hop out in this car when I want to. All right. Like your your rules do affect me. I really don't have a big problem with the kid in the back seat. I have more of a problem with the suspended license. Than and I, I have a huge problem. Cause look, a suspended license can't kill somebody. You driving reckless with the kid can though, but it's I'm just thinking of donuts. You know, if the kid's got the seatbelt, I don't know. I mean, you were like, you were really. I feel like that's a thing that a lot of people did growing up. What with like an older person, like somebody driving reckless with their kid. And I feel like, and I feel like for me growing up, there's something that I know I did. And a few other people was having their license suspended all the effing time. I wouldn't even have a problem if he was a superstar or he wasn't an NFL athlete. To me, it's but, just like you got to show it all on and off the field to get that big check. But this is listen, that a suspended license has nothing does not affect the amount of money you should be able to generate in NFL whatsoever, in my opinion, especially no, if we're but not talking it's about just the league. The league is if you aren't that player, that dude, you can't be doing stuff. Dude, these dudes beat on women. These I know. Dudes and those guys hella- are always out unless they're a star. Wait, but wait, wait. I mean, hella drug. I mean, these this is society. Let's this let's like uh, this is society uh 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 uh, uh, uh captured right here. This like so. I don't care. Let me just leave off with this. I could care less about somebody who isn't drinking and driving that has a suspended license where I'm going to take you to task about your suspended license. Now, it's nice to know that you're the suspended license police. I did not know this, right? I like fuck how them, take fuck, them to task. Wait, I am wait, just taking fuck them, them kids. <laughs> fuck, them, fuck them kids, but don't you be out there with us. Right. Oh, yeah. Little firebug over here saying, oh, I feel bad for the kid. Yeah, right. You would have done the same saying, thing. You're like, man, let the kids, it don't matter if the kids in the car, but you better have your license. <laughs> Hey, what are you driving off a suspended license for? Because it's my car. I don't know car. why the suspended license. I don't like it. Guess I don't what? like it. Guess what? I can see doing donuts in a parking lot and still doing it with the kid and what? not killing them every time. Well, see, but this is the thing. He wasn't in what we've come. What, what was sent to me, one of the gentlemen on the rush sent me this art. He's like, I'm down here in Florida, and that's a busy highway right outside of my crib, basically. Because I'm out there, mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's on a, a, a auxiliary road or in a parking lot. I'm thinking he's somewhere where there's not a lot of traffic. And it still doesn't mean at that time there was a lot of traffic. But this dude, he was like, no, nah, this is a busy, this is a busy uh, highway that he was on. So just pointing that out, you know, to you, whatever, Mr. Donuts. But I'm just okay. still saying. Well, then, boy, boy, boy. The, if he's a reckless driver and is a terrible driver and driving off the suspended, you don't care about anybody on the road dying. It's just the child. No, the that's children? different. That's different. That's different. And that's see. That was my real issue was the risk that you put other people in. And but this was again. I think we were all in the assumption that he wasn't on a busy road. And still, yeah, I, 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 was I have been, exactly what you thought. Like an empty parking lot, maybe right. like off a side road or maybe a mainer road, but just not a busy area. But see, the thing is this: the DMV and the state sheriffs don't own my car. So when push comes to shove, I'ma do what the fuck That's I want to do. All right. To me, I look at the kid thing is, I don't know. I don't like when parents bubble wrap their kids. I don't like <laughs> it. 
<laughs> I don't like that. Junior just went flying out the side of the window. See, why is good Junior thing flying? Good thing he's not both license has no consequence, but Junior's just flying out every game that's spin. Oh shit, go pick him up. Right. Oh shit. Oh all shit. Right, all right, let's get this show back on the tracks. Let's get back. This was a great, this was a great little side tangent. <laughs> But look, look, let me ask you. Let me okay, let's go to you, Ryan. All right. Let's just let's let's focus. It, it doesn't have to be the first three rounds, but what are you looking for? Um, of course we know receiver. So now hold the receiver part off, all right? Because then perhaps you can tell me the type of receiver or a particular receiver. What are you looking for within the first four picks? So let's just say the two in the second, the one in the third, and the, the the one they have what in the fifth? Fifth rounder, mm-hmm. right? Fifth rounder. So that's the that's the heart of the middle of the draft, right there. Which you were just alluding to, people saying that this is a, a, a scout's draft. You know what I'm saying? So what are you looking for? What positions? And the, the Bears have plenty of positions, but what positions do you think they need to come out of this draft? And if you have a player in mind that's in this draft that fits that position, please go ahead and tell me that also. Okay. I don't have a ton of players like Alec Pierce came to mind. He's one of the guys, but I've just been looking at this thing as the grand scheme, the grand DOC. What's the plan here? One thing that Ryan Pohl said, and obviously we've discussed, it could just be a bunch of smoke. Like nobody's giving away their draft plan the day before the draft. And let me just tell the media, especially in one of the largest markets. But he mentioned something that I really like that my ears perked up in that conference. They're looking for best player available. That's kind of the casual GM speak, right? But what I really liked after that is it's not just best player available that's one of the main decision makers. That's what their goal is, but it's also what's the positional value and what's the positional value in the draft, this specific draft. So if let's say two tackles in the second round are available defensive or offensive it doesn't matter but the next grade that you have on your next highest tackle is a fifth rounder versus let's say a receiver who has a first round grade but your next best has maybe the grade of second round you are going to be more likely to take one of those tackles and the receiver or both tackles because it gives you that extra player at value and you can still address your other need of receiver with value later on in the draft. So for me, that's the big thing I want from the bears. I really, and we talked about this That's one of the major questions that I have, how much do you value putting weapons around uh, Justin Fields? I'll throw this caveat in there though. This is, I think a huge part of the Bears draft plan has nothing to do with the draft other than afterwards. There's going to be a ton of cuts per usual. We remember even like Danny Trevathan, Charles Leno, last couple of years, they had a June bonus kick in. There's a ton of players like that that are going to get cut and put on the street because of the players that get drafted in this draft. Happens every year. The second wave of free agency, right? <clears throat> so I expect the Bears to be looking at wide receiver as a potential area in second wave of free agency, because that's an easy area where teams are going to cut a lot of guys because a lot of receivers are going to get drafted all throughout the draft. So you can potentially get a guy that's making a ton of money right now on the cheap one-year deal. 
Sounds pretty familiar, right, with their plan that's been all year long in free agency and maybe get some weapons there while in the second, in the, the two seconds, the third round, maybe you just focus on offensive line, defensive line, corner. Like those were the three areas that came to mind. It was funny that Ryan Poles mentioned those specifically. And I even like running back idea too, because we both are not signing David Montgomery, right? After this year. I love me some David Montgomery, but mm, I mean, no. <laughs> he would have to be giving me a hometown discount. And that's for a kid that didn't make first round money. So it would be no, I would want him to stay here. I think David Montgomery is nice. Um, and I, I think last year was the only year where they really gave him a chance and it was still disconjointed to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, you can't give a running back money. I mean, it, it, he would have to, he would have to, and it would cost maybe a bit of one. He would have to rip the league to shreds this year to even think right. about it. Right. And I, I because would, because he has no home run potential. That's, that's the big problem. If he had home run potential, okay, we could talk, right? We could talk about right. Dave Montgomery long term. But if he's not going to get you touchdowns because he breaks one tackle because he doesn't have the speed, I think you have to move on and, why not pick up a running back late day three? Well, I mean, every running back doesn't have home run potential, though. Like, no, but I'm talking about the refresh of years because okay. once he's gone, you only have Khalil Herbert under contract for a couple of years. Besides whatever free agent, I mean, you find you can find you can find that. Also, well, let me. I want to go back to your your um, second wave of free agency. I don't know if there's going to be a great value of receiver that's desirable in that second wave because. Most teams. Well, the only caveat I want to say to that, uh-huh. will it be better than Byron Pringle and Aquaminius St. Brown? Could you do a little bit better than that with the second wave the of free? The problem, uh, well, okay, so let me go with that. The one, one of the issues will be if that receiver is released, he's going to go somewhere where he knows he can shine so he can get his next contract. And as of right now, you can't trust the Bears' offense because we haven't even seen what Luke Getzey's going to necessarily do and how proficient in it Justin Fields will be. So it's not necessarily perhaps an appealing destination. But also I'll say this. A lot of people, what a lot of teams would do, and it's kind of what we saw with Amari Cooper, if there's someone who is like, oh, there's that dude, Teams are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to trade for you and not let you go on the open market, and I'll pay that next year, and then we'll see how things go from that point. And at least then I have more control over you because I can franchise you, tag you if I desire to franchise tag you. So that's my only – If other positions I agree with you, and I'm not going to say that there's no receiver of value that will be released, but I feel that majority of those receivers – have been released because what happened and these guys weren't going to be released. We've seen how all these guys are arguing to get their money and either have been traded and got paid or are talking about sitting out like Debo Samuels and AJ Brown. You know what I'm saying? So that Mm -hmm. that's kind of why I don't necessarily know if that guy's going to be out there. And if he is out there, would this be the place unless 
they're talking about giving him a nice little piece of bread or he's just a fucking Justin Fields stand. I didn't mean to use the F word. He's just, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't necessary. It's not that I don't want to curse. I mean, I can't, won't curse on him, but it wasn't necessary for me to use it at that point. You I'm know? glad you used it. I'm very happy <laughs> you used it. So that's, that's my, that would be my only, might be my only issue. And I do like, and you, what you mentioned, I, I'm enjoying Ryan Poles and to hear him talk about, having uh, a unanimous a unanimous poll because he wants to get away from groupthink something that we know has been inferred with what Ryan Pace was doing and allegedly not like right. the confrontation who like Mitch Trubisky who like Mitch Trubisky who like you Mitch like Trubisky? Mitch you like yes. Mitch you like right. we all like Mitch like, right yeah dude, yeah, so, yeah we want to keep our jobs right yes, right, we, right. We but it, and it also tells you in my opinion that those scouts, because a lot of majority of them have been here because their calendar doesn't fall in line with the, how the, 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 the season calendar that we think. So these are a, a lot of Ryan Pay scouts. Some of them had to say, point some of this out. Now, he may have known coming into this some things he wanted to do, but there had to be somebody who's kind of like, yeah, you know, I don't know if we really got out all of our opinions clearly in this situation or if we really discussed it and went back and forth if we had a difference of opinion. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that yes. that's one of the best things to see that we're going to use the difference of opinion and not just not just bicker back and forth. But let's find out truly why we feel like that. And then let's see if the film if now you may show you may see something. We may see something that you've seen now that we go back and look at it after you've said that, because initially we didn't see it the way you saw it. Right. And now as a crew. Either we do see it or no, we don't see it. So that just hearing that, it seems like it should work. This I keep saying this stuff, this is the bears. This may not work, but I like what I'm hearing. And it doesn't seem like straight BS from him as a that as a, at this point in his young career as the Bears general manager. So I'm, I'm yeah, ecstatic. We, I think we have the right to reserve judgment, but I'm totally with you. To me, he seems like a straight shooter. Like he just right. doesn't have time for the BS. Right. And one of the things I just love to add on to the idea of what he was saying that was just fantastic that I forgot the reporter that asked the question, but they're like, okay, you got all this fancy, what have you like techniques and new technologies, but what happened to good old fashioned scouting type thing? And I thought he gave right. a great answer to that. So just saying end of day, are we getting a good football player? Cause you can get way too wrapped up in the tools and the fancy resources and all these different tips, tricks to give you an advantage, but end of day, you need to get good football players on your team. And to me, we don't know because Ryan Pace never talked. He was behind a door all the time. Uh, I think he fell in love with a lot of that stuff. I think he fell in love with the tactics, the resources. And I think he kind of lost sight of what he was supposed to be doing. Getting good football players because we would hear it all the time in draft analysis. They're getting potential. How many first rounders did he get? They're banking on potential. Kevin White. I mean... I don't even have a huge problem with the Kevin White pick. I think he he slotted there based on best talent available, huge, but it was a, a gamble. I but it was a huge, huge gamble. It made no sense. We all knew his route tree down there at West Virginia wasn't complex. We knew there was one receiver in that draft. If you were going to take him that high, and he was gone. So yeah. at that point, buddy, you can't go receiver. 
How about Leonard Floyd? Same thing. Oh, he's got the potential. He's got the potential. Maybe he does, but we know Leonard Floyd isn't a star pass rusher in the NFL. He can be maybe a complimentary one to a star, but that's it. I mean, so many years just going on potential and the ceiling and everything. When you just, end of day, you need to get guys that you know you can contribute. And then if you get enough of those guys, more than likely a few of those will become stars. Because right. that's usually how it works. It's, it's like baseball farm system. Get a lot of these blue chips. Not all of them are going to pan out, unfortunately. But if we can get two or three to pan out, we've done the job. So some of the guys that keep popping up have been Kyler. Well, real quick. Uh-huh. What would you do with the draft strategy? The first like four picks. They well, have to get a guard. They, they have to get a guard. All right. Like there's not even a question. I would want him. I, I kind of want them to get tackle and maybe move one the, of these tackles. In. I was going to say, I would want him to be someone who has played tackle. So I had, um, I forgot. Uh, I had a kid the other day that I said to Alex on the um, on uh, the rush that I had. I forgot. Real him. quick, while you're looking that up, there's a guy. I'm kind of. I don't know if you've heard of him. The Iowa Center. Have you heard of this this dude? He's a guy. It doesn't really matter. I want to more so focus on the position than the player. But mm-hmm. I thought he was very interesting when they were talking about him as a potential Bears pick, because he'll probably be in that second, third round area. He's a center, just center. That's all he can play. He's not a James Daniels type where, like, maybe he could be a guard. No, he is just a flat-out center. But he is insanely athletic at center. They were running center sweeps with him at Iowa. Not guard sweeps, center sweeps. He's hiking it and sweeping outside. And that sounds like the perfect fit for what the Bears are trying to get. Would you have a problem with them maybe going like center and kicking uh, Lucas Patrick to guard? That's not a chance that pick kicking Lucas Patrick to guard. You may as well. Did you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you <laughs> see about those words? Did you see how the plaudits he gave Lucas Patrick? He did. He did. But he didn't say about- like he's just our center. He's just he's one of the. Key guys Lucas Patrick told agent. you Lucas Patrick told you he was a center. But if you're that like, rah-rah leader guy, dude, could you kick you, him in? Dude, I think we have our center, to be honest with you. I think that And that's the, fine. I'm just curious yeah. at the thought. So this is the thing I was gonna say. I'm I'm with you on it would be nice to get a tackle that you this regime believes can be a tackle and kick one of these guys in. He may not be there, but the point what I was going to make is I've been looking at guys that play guard that have played tackle too. Because one, I want to have an offensive line similar to Green Bay's where when uh, David Baccarari goes down, these guys go down every year and somebody moves from here to here. Hey, let's kick this guard out to left tackle he's playing fine. Yeah, so I, I, I want to have and we've seen it from how our, our offensive line has been injured for the last couple of seasons. So I want to have players similar to that role, especially like even if you're talking about where Jenkins or Borum, it's probably maybe Borum, gets kicked in. Okay, tackle X, right? Left tackle X 
he gets chip blocked and he's hurt. You know, he has a sprained MCL or something. Larry Boren, we kicking your ass back out because we know that you right. can handle this for a couple. Of, that's what I want to start seeing yeah. with this offensive line. Kind of similar to what Iberfus has said with, when it comes to Nick Morrow and with Roquan Smith, as far as we want to, we want to have guys. Yeah, interchangeability. Like you, you need to look at it like that because guys are gonna get hurt. That's just the truth. It's football. It's not only sports. Look at the White Sox. It's not even a contact sport like that, and they're going down like flies. So I, I would want a guard slash tackle. Um, it's just about like I was looking at the percentages, and like basically, it's like sixty something percent, over sixty something percent, I believe, or at sixty where most guards that, you know, stay in the league are drafted in the first round. Like, it goes down, like, dramatic. Like, the middle round is, like, 18%, and then I think the last couple rounds is, like, 11 So, like, out of most – but their line it, is kind of weird like that. It's the same thing with, right, like, tackle, right? Like, left tackle is only first round. Guards are second to third round is where most of them are found to stick around. You know what I'm saying? But, like – and that's so that's the problem to the point where you're what you're saying for it because I'm with you, but it's and then maybe this is where the, the expertise of Ryan Pose and Ian Cunningham being former offensive linemen we've heard over and over again plays a part where these guys can be guys that can find the most viable linemen and that's tackles in the middle of the draft compared to some of these other regimes or whatever. I would hope they could be that because it was mostly he did it in Kansas city with that one dude. I'm blanking on his name, but they found the some guys later. Yeah. yeah. The center. Um, the thing, look, if you can do what green Bay used to do with quarterbacks and you'd be like, yeah, we're tackle you here. We got, hey, I'll we, take it. I'll yeah, take you it. flip, you, you flipping off tackles or guards. Let's even put it like that to where you're, everyone knows. Or for instance, now you can trade your guard or tackle or center who's become perhaps a pro bowler because you know, you have the depth behind him. And it's a youngster that's ready to come up on a cheaper contract and you can get some draft collateral or a player from another team. Then this is, this is pie in the sky talk right now that we're talking about, but that's what I would want. Well, that's what uh, the elite teams do, right? So if you right. want to ever get in that category, you're going to need to do some of this stuff. So I'll, boy, I'll, that tackle position, the history with the bears, <laughs> it's as bad as quarterback. I can't even remember the last quarter, like legit like Charles Leno. That was the last legitimate tackle they drafted. Like in my lifetime, at least yeah. Chris Williams. No Mark Colombo. No, <sighs> The only the part bad part, and it wasn't the Bears' part because Colombo kept getting hurt. The bad part is that he had a decent little run in Dallas, right? That I used to watch Cowboys games, and I was be like, really? Like I, I was happy for him because it looked like his career was over. But the, oh, it was, it, uh, Gabe Karimi. Sorry, forgot about him as well. Oh, you don't forget about Gabe the Karimis. Uh, so listen, the guys we seen connected. This is uh, from ESPN. Uh, Jordan Reed. He and everyone, even here in the city, we've seen Tyler Smith from Tulsa. The offensive tackle uh, connected. He has Sky Moore going to the Bears also. Um, you have uh, Ed Ingram, inside offensive lineman from LSU. Mel Kuyper had Kyla Gordon. I'm feeling the Kyla Gordon one a little bit. Cornerback out of Washington. He again had Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Uh, Todd Mache had Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. And he had Jalen Tolbert. Um, a tall, lanky receiver from South Alabama. Maybe not doesn't have the blow, blow away speed, but definitely can high point the ball and jump all over players. Go ahead. I got a guy. I don't know if he's good at all, but I want him. 
Smoke Monday. God, I love that name. Sounds like uh, something to do with 420. That's why he's my guy. Let me ask you, what? how do you feel about 420? Uh, just kind of whatever. Okay, because this is like, I mean, one... Maybe you do a little extra, but it's not like Christmas or something crazy, like beach day or Memorial Day weekend. It's nothing like that. I think if you do smoke, you probably should just don't just let let all the little newbies or whoever, especially now since marijuana is legal in states. And it's like to see people posting like happy 420 is just like word like not to say I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it just seems so, somewhat lame. All right. It's like if you smoke. honestly what I like about it is not what you do on it. I love listening to like sports radio or just entertainment because they make a big deal out of it. They right. try to do everything like marijuana themed and I'm like oh okay yeah right but I just I just want it just crossed my mind since that 420 just passed last week and I Um, mentioned Smoke Monday my guy so what Smoke Monday well he has to be a cornerback is he a cornerback he is a corner I believe (laughs) like (laughs) you have to be a cornerback with a name like Smoke Monday even though I don't know Georgia I don't know if you want to be a corner I don't know if you want to be a corner and their first name is Smoke is it smoke or smoked? It is present tense. Okay. 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 It's like, you got smoked. Like, how does that I'm work? I'm sorry. He is a safety labeled okay. in NFL.com prospects. Oh, well, no. Hell no. I don't need a safety that bad. Listen, he, he better be an all-star. He got the, the four, five, 40-yard dash. If they take a safety, he better be great. Because we have so many. Ho- now, again. A positional value, but one is safe. Well, that is one thing I wanted to ask you. How do you balance like Matt Eberflus is the uh, or Matt Eberflus is the defensive wizard? And we've talked about this. Media's talked about this. Bears analysts have talked about this. Lean on the old head coach and take away some of the players because the scheme and the coaching and all that stuff is going to get the most out of these players. And you focus on offense. Just based on the draft, second, third round, that might be a great spot to get a corner and a three technique. What do you weigh getting those versus maybe an offensive guy? Um, I'm all for looking for another three technique because I don't know. We're, Justin Jones is supposed to be perhaps playing better here, how they're going to use him. Um, and they did give him at least a two-year deal, so it's not a one-year try it deal. Uh, but it's still not Larry Ogunjobi because again, if you say, oh, he can maybe still come back on a one year, maybe Ogunjobi got him with the sack. Jones sacked him. This is just not the same. I know. I wanted that Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi, like it's just not the oh. same. Come uh, on, I, one I, year I, deal. Let's go. I, I'm with you, but see why? Would, but see, think about it. So Larry Ogunjobi be like, so what? You played me. You 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 fucked me over to get my to get my my value down. So you could like it. It doesn't make yeah, sense. What do you want? The doctor said no. What are you gonna do? But see, man, listen. You have to think about it. They still told him, and I'm, I don't think I don't put it on Ryan Pace. What happened with Larry Ogunjobi? Now, Ryan maybe Pope. down the road we we find out more, and he there's more fault. To you know what? Laid. I take it back. Let's put it all on Ryan Pace. You're right. This is his fault somehow. He ruined that free agent. Okay, school with me. Go for it. <laughs> but um. But still, if I'm Ogan Joby, because of this, no one's no one signed me. So I could I could look at it as that you you played me, 
right? And I'm not to say that yes. he does, but but why would? And then look, why would I trust you? Gave me your word, regardless of if you knew or didn't. You still told me I was going to be signed to you. So how can I trust you? So I mean, there's so many questions now. As a Bears fan. I would love for Larry Ogunjobi to sign with the Bears, but I, I always try to have empathy and look look at it through someone else's eyes. And if I'm Larry Ogunjobi, even if Ryan Pace was being upfront and honest, and I believe like, yeah, he he's being honest, I'm still to a degree like, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like you, you yeah, just but don't you just kind of have to have that because that's the league. You got to have yeah. a healthy fuck him. Just you do. You do. You do. You especially with management. So. It's like, so I, I listen again as a Bears fan, I would love it, especially now when you're talking about you have Justin Jones and Larry Go. You don't even have to really worry about the interior of the line, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as far as what Ogan Joby does, looking at it from his side, I could see why he wouldn't. I would listen if they could come. What if he, what if, what if the medicals start to look better? It'd be great. Like, what if, at, what if in training by training camp? So we're talking about. Two months away, right? Basically a healthy two months away. What if Larry Ogunjobi's foot, the x-rays or whatever, are significantly different from how they looked a month ago, right? And you can now say, all right, I may not give you exactly what I was going to give you, but I can get a lot closer to it because now I can see it's your foot is healed enough and it's going down the right direction. So that's maybe what, that's the plan with them. Maybe they even maybe talked about both camps. I'm sure. I'm Talk sure. Training. I'm sure he's mentioned because I mean, like, again, I mean, there, and I'm sure now Ogan Joby's looking at it is now I have to wait and see who gets hurt. Where am I going to be? You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And to I your mean, point, he's kind of like almost like forced to be with the Bears in a way because that's the team that was willing to give him the money. Right. And if no right. one else has come with the money, I sort of need to still be in that camp. I mean, now listen. Think about this too. The Bengals haven't went now. They resigned the, the, what what Hall, his line mate, but they didn't resign him, and he's out for right. the cheap. And they know him better than us. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm, he that, was that, stellar with them. You know, right? Like he so, wasn't just nothing. So, but but now let me say this. So if he has a chance to go anywhere, why not go back to the team that made it to the Super Bowl and you didn't even get to play because your foot, right? Like so, it's just. I'm, I'm talking out loud while I'm thinking while we're going through this exercise. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I mean, I would hope so. Ryan but Bowles would be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so look, to get to your question, um, definitely I would probably want to see a defensive lineman involved in this, this draft high. Um, when I say high, that can be perhaps the fifth because you could, you could look for a one-trick pony and, and hope that he can learn another trick. You know what I'm saying? So he could be a guy that would pretty much primarily, I want him to be a guy that can rush the quarterback from in either the interior of the line or the out, on the edge of the line. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that will make the most sense to me. You have, now they may not see that. You got some run graders. We still have Kyrus Tonga here as far as guys that you just want to necessarily to stop the run. And uh, you have Muhammad that you brought over from the Colts as your run stuffer at DN, right? And even though that's your scheme, right? Scheme's going to have everybody running faster, playing freer, and should equal better play. But I want to see an offensive lineman, even though it's not sexy. I want to see a cornerback. I want to see someone who can start opposite side of Jalen Johnson. Um, For me, at the very least, a true slot corner that you can depend on. I think they think that's going to be young, the kid they signed from the Ravens. 
I think they. He's been injury. I'm with Lou. Don't don't believe you, me. I know, right? Like <laughs> I'm that's like I think, but I think that's how they envision him being that guy. Primarily, <sighs> I think they're looking that they need another guy on the outside. Um, and you know what I'm saying? But I think they and they do. Him. Yeah, but I mean, I think that I think they think that young perhaps can be that guy as of right now. I'm just being honest with you. Also, yeah. now those are some of the, those are some of the second wave of free agency guys that you may be able to get your hands on. You know what I'm saying? Like DBs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely, maybe even interior defensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? They're kind. They mm-hmm. seem like they're set on linebackers. Damn sure linebackers, because teams gonna come and be like, man, you are gonna take this pay cut? You know what I'm saying? Like, would you gonna would you gonna mm-hmm. restructure your deal? You know what I'm saying? Look at Danny Trevathan. Right. What you gonna do? Charles Leno. I mean, right. if you've got cap issues and this is a chance to get under the cap, that's why there could be some real interesting free agents. To your point, do you want to come to the Bears who are probably going to be 6-11 and 11 this year right. or something terrible? But I would say to that, like at least with your receiver example, I mean, they got to throw the ball to somebody. You only really have Darnell Mooney. You could get a lot of targets, and that's one way to make your money back. Okay. You got anything else? Because I, I I think we can actually close this out. You got anything else? Do you want to mm-hmm. add to this? I got a question for you to close this out. Give me your guy. Your give me your guy that was. It's not going to be a, a, a apples to apples comparison, but was going to make you jump over joy like you did when the Bears moved up to eleven last year. So I'm not. It's nothing can capture mm-hmm. the Justin Fields feeling. But what player in this draft, if they say the Chicago Bears select so and so, would you be over the moon? Four. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That's a good question. Are we trying to keep it realistic? Yes. Mm. Give me yours first. I'll give you my guy. Everyone knows mine. It's Chris Watson. Oh, that's right. I'm all team measure team measurables here, man. Like I know I know I know if we get him, he gonna be a bust. Like can he it made too much sense. But he has an unsophisticated round tree. Yeah, I know. I'm I know. I'm I'm all I'm all I'm all I'm going down the wrong path here, and I know it, but I'm going down it anyway. I mean, I guess the guy that I've had from the start. I just don't think it's realistic was Chris Olave from Ohio mm. State. I really think he's going to be a dude in this league personally. So I really like him, but I don't see him even getting to the 20s. That would be the guy. If he starts falling, I'd be thinking about riding up. But I really don't want the Bears to ride up. I really don't. Okay. All right. You asked me who's my guy that I would go crazy. We said realistic, though. Didn't you ask? Can he realistic? fall? Can he no. have like the, the gas actually, mask, like Larry Tunsil? Which he's making an NFT off of now. But um, which is still, look, listen, whoever put that out draft day on Laramie Tunsil is the devil of the devil of the ass of the devil. I, don't, that, I, I agree with you, but I don't have a problem with it because Laramie is winning so hard since that moment. I am just happy for that young man. man I mean, but his rookie deal would have been crazier. I mean... But I forgot what... He has, like, been worth, like, five first-round draft picks. He's that's made, just, like, an insane amount of money. That's because but, of Bill O'Brien. When you tally up everything that he's been involved in, he has a very unique-ass 
earnings right. and career trading profile. You're right. You're right. So, all right. Um, definitely, I look for the Bears to get an offensive lineman, a receiver, and either a DB. No, either a cornerback or a defensive lineman, I believe. Um, and, proper, and I'll say this. Perhaps that cornerback may be a return person, too. You know, can we just not be scratching our heads? I really just don't want to be scratching my head at 30. You may be scratching your head, though. I mean, like, this I is... Hope this I hope it's not, like, running back. Okay. Oh, hell what are we doing oh, here? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If, if, it's crazy. A run, if it's a running back... Just, Linebacker, just, just San shut, Diego State. Just shut just shut the whole Hallis Hall down if it's a running back. All right, just just shut it all down, man. I'm just gonna unplug. I'm gonna just start unplugging stuff and wrapping up cord or whatever. It's a running back. Just you're shut gonna that. leave Alex Brown high and dry. I'm, I'm, I'm out, <laughs> AB. I'm out. All right, that's it for that Davis show. Uh, we'll be back after the draft, probably. Uh, We'll record on Sunday probably, but you'll get it on Monday. So it'll be our thoughts on all the Bears draft selections, Ryan and myself. Uh, always make sure you stay positive for the most part and pick yourself up. We always appreciate it. And don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again.